Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Says it's in progress. Recording is now in progress. We're good. We are good. We are good to go. I've lost my mind today. It is what it is. It's been a long week, but welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Happy Hour Podcast. I am your lovey dovey, super handsome host, Richard Valero. On today's episode, we are going to take a look at the first initial numbers of the over and under across the NFL. We're going to give you some guys, some picks that we like across the board. I'm joined by Matthew Fox, who did it the old-fashioned real way of, or new-fashioned way of, of selecting the things like he did last week. I went through and just said, mm, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. So welcome to the show, Mr. Fox. How are you, buddy? I have to tell you, I literally a few minutes ago finished playing out the schedule on the schedule simulation site that I love, and um, I'm not proud of myself. I just want to throw it out here. This is probably like the fourth or fifth time that you've brought it up on the show. I think they need to begin to sponsor this show is what I'm beginning to think that needs to happen. Um, I, I, I love it so much. Playoff predictor. If you, uh, if you Google for that, you should be able to find it. Playoff predictors. They basically have the entire schedule and you can just go week by week and pick who you think is going to win the matchup. And I never look at what the records are compiling. I'm just picking week by week. And then at the end, I go see what I did. And um, it's fascinating because it's the real schedule. I think that's the trap I used to fall into is, you know, you have this idea in your head of how good you think a team is, but some of the records you're predicting for these teams aren't actually probably possible with the actual schedule they play. Yeah, it's 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 interesting to me because I think one of the things that I'm fascinated with the most is is what I'm doing here is this. So going into today, I went into it blind. I haven't gone game by game by game by game or anything like that yet. But what I have done is I'm looking at these initial numbers and my initial gut feeling about some of these schedules. I did look over some of the games and there's some of their schedules and try to figure it out. But what I did was. And we're going to do this quick, guys. We're not going to bore you to death with going in-depth for all 32 teams. But what my goal is moving into the future, I have a spreadsheet that I might I might release to the public. Who knows? Um, that on basically what I did was I had the team, what their over under is as of 520, my picks as of 520, and see how they kind of fluctuate throughout the offseason uh, and, and see because some of these teams' numbers might move or, or go down depending on trades, depending on post-June first cuts, depending on addition. So there's still a lot of time to kind of dive through this. But if you are a person in the betting world, obviously you know it's never too early to get in on an over-under bet. So we're going to take a quick look at some of these. Fox, what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to announce the team and you just tell me over or under. And I'm going to let you guys know. So what I did was I did over, under, and not applicable, which is means just right now I'm not taking a look. Fox is just going to give you his over, under, and all of them. I'm going to give you the ones on the betting, betting side of things where I think if you should put any money on these yet or not. 
So and wait, the caveat we should add these initial over unders would be impossible for teams to all hit these numbers. Hmm. I was looking at they don't have any like bad teams in here. The lowest over under is four and a half. In the AFC alone, they had I think they had eight teams at nine or better wins. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's definitely that because there is a lot of good teams in the AFC. And it wouldn't surprise me. Some of them did surprise me, but I'm going to go alphabetical order, Fox, because yeah. that's just what I'm going to run with. Arizona is currently sitting at nine. Um, where, where do you have them sitting right now? So my first pass was eight and nine. Um, nine feels almost like a push. If, if I had to go one side or the other, I'd probably take the under. I'm not sure they got better. I am currently looking at not applicable. I am not betting this because I agree with you. I think they're on the line of eight to nine. They could potentially overachieve if they want to, but I'm not staying. I'm not nine is just too scary. If we were at like seven and a half, I'd probably go over easily on that. Maybe eight, but nine is just too scary for a team that I don't think is consistent enough. And DeAndre Hopkins missing six games is going to be massive. I don't care what anybody says. Um, Atlanta, five and a half. What do you got? I'm going to take the under. I don't think Atlanta's trying to win. Yeah, five and a half was interesting for me. I don't believe they're trying to win. I also am a believer that Mariota is going to win them some games they probably shouldn't win. So I am also on the verge of saying not applicable because I don't love this bet at all. If we were at six and a half, I would definitely take the under because I think this team was like a four or five win potentially team. But if you're looking at a team and you can see five wins, Obviously, that can, in my opinion, that goes one or two ways, both sides, right? That means they could probably, in my opinion, that could go down to three or that could go up to seven. So I think this team at five and a half is just not sexy enough for me to bet on. Um, I don't like it at all. Uh, Baltimore, nine and a half. I'm going to take the over. I think they return to form. Yeah, I'm on the over 100%. I'm smashing this right now. I don't see how this number doesn't possibly go up to 10 and a half. There's too much uncertainty with some other the other teams in this division for me not to buy Baltimore, who was the best team in football prior to the whole entire Lamar Jackson thing. So I love the over nine and a half. I think they might be one of the best teams in AFC this year. <clears throat> and they drafted incredibly well, again, like they do every year. Uh, Buffalo, 11 and a half. I'm going to take the over. I think they still win the East or one of the top seats. So... I am not applicable right now. 11 and a half is a lot in a division. I mean, in a, in a, in a, in a league where I think there's a lot of things, they do stumble out the gate a little bit hard. So that's why I was a little bit conscious about taking them um, because they have the Rams, Titans, Dolphins, Baltimore, three of the four games on the road. And of course, Pittsburgh. And then at, at Kansas city, those first, those first six games are not very easy. So their, their latter half of the schedule is, is actually really good. But um, 11 and a half is kind of scary. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt you or I wouldn't, I would not bet it, but I'm looking at 12 wins again. So I look at that yeah, as a, I actually had 12 too, but so it's scary to me on being on either line, but if there's over. one team that I'm confident that can win 12 games this year, I think it's Buffalo and the other ones, obviously in my opinion, the Rams, and we'll talk about them in a little bit, but I think there's the only two teams in football that I really feel confident that could both end up being the one seed at the end of the year. And it wouldn't shock me if they do. Carolina's sitting at six. Uh, what do you got there? I'm going to take the under. I think they're trying to win, but they suck. I, 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 this is another not applicable for me. Um, they do have a hard schedule, a little bit softer down the stretch, I think, whenever I look at it. 
but I'm just, I don't feel confident in this team at all. Like I, I don't, I do think that this is what's weird about them is I do think they could be slightly rejuvenized if Corell comes in about halfway through the season and maybe they win a two win one or two games because of him. You know what I mean? Like I could see that happening, but that's six line. That's just, it's, it's a bet. Like it's, it's like a bait. You know what I mean? It's like, Hey, we're going to, we think they're going to win six games. No, I mean, I don't think they're going to, but I, I see them at a four and five win team. Again, if they're within two, it kind of scares me. So uh, moving on to a team that I do think that's going to be terrible this year. And that's the Chicago bears, six and a half wins. What do you got? I'm going to take the under. I, I love Justin Fields, but Holy cow. I don't, I, I was looking, I'm looking at their schedule and I'm going to run it down real quick for you guys at home. So they start the season, San Francisco and Green Bay. I think they start the season 0 and 2 right there. Okay. Now over the next couple of weeks, it does get a little bit, you know, it gets a little bit softer in some aspects, but Houston, I, I don't know if they're better than Houston. I'm sorry. I like Houston. I know you do too. I like Houston a little bit more than the, the, the genre, you know, the, the general public does, but at the New York giants, the giants suck, but that's not an easy game at Minnesota. Obviously they play Minnesota twice a year, but like looking at the middle of the schedule, they got new England on the schedule. They've got at Dallas on the schedule. Um, they've got, you know, they've got the green Bay twice. They got Philly Buffalo. I, I, I don't see how they win six and a half games this year. I think they're, I think maybe they're a four win team and that to me is probably being slightly generous. I don't know. They might be one of the worst teams in football. If we're being honest, they, they really might be. Um, Cincinnati nine and a half. I'm intrigued by this one. I'm, I'm taking the slight over. Uh, I had my ending at 10, uh, 10 wins. And, you know, I know they went to the Super Bowl last year. They were 10 and seven. And I think their division maybe got harder, got better. They have seen general got harder, got better. Them finishing 10 and seven wouldn't be a knock. That's where they were last year. Yes, one of the things that I find fascinating about this team is I don't think they're going to be in the playoffs this year. I said that I think that they had their moment. And I think that Joe Burrow, in my opinion, I love Joe Burrow. You can go back to when this show was called the Davey Delight. I was on the Joe Burrow bandwagon before it was cool. I just don't ever see the bang. I don't ever see the Bengals making it back to the Super Bowl. I really don't. They might win a playoff game here and there. I just don't think that they're I think this is going to be Cam Newton style rise. And then just kind of a neutral core. I'm Joe Burrow probably have a better career than Cam Newton overall, but I just feel like that was the, that was their peak, right? That's his peak. And I just think that everything kind of fell in place for them towards the finish line to really kind of get them into that Super Bowl. And now I'm, if, if we're going to be honest, guys, if Odell Beckham Jr. does not get hurt, that game is lopsided in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I think it was, I think that they probably lose that game a lot bigger than they would, they would have, but I'm on the under here. I'm on the under here. I think Cincinnati is a seven, eight win team. I'm, I'm, I'm soft on the under. Okay. I'm not saying I'm going to bet it through the roof because I always also say about that two to win two to three win total. Um, I do think I saw somewhere where they have like a top 10 hard schedule and uh, down the stretch, down the stretch folks, Cincinnati plays, the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games at Pittsburgh, at Tennessee, Kansas City, Cleveland, Tampa, New England, Buffalo, Baltimore. That stretch, hardest stretch in football. Period. That's that's where I, I it, they they easily don't make the playoffs on that stretch alone. You know what I'm saying? They, that's they, it's that's what happens whenever you win the division and become one of the better teams of football. You face harder schedules. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. You know what I mean? That's just football. Uh, next up on the horizon is Cleveland, which I am staying so far away from because I don't know what the hell's going on with that team yet. So 
What was their number? I forgot. Nine and a half. Right now, I have the slight over at 10 and 7, but Cleveland's probably the hardest team to handicap right now. Really need to see what happens with this Watson interviews. Um, I am starting to believe that Watson's going to be suspended for a full year. I really feel like that's coming. I really do. I think that his contract, uh, the Browns laid out their contract the way they did, I think with the understanding with the potential of him being suspended for an entire season. I think that's going to, even if it gets reduced at some point, possibly, even if he misses half of a season, I still think Baker's got to go because you can't put Baker on that football field and let him win any football games with this team because you have a, $300 $300 million quarterback in the background. You know what I mean? This is, it's just going to get ugly. So I am not betting this. I'm staying super clear away for it. If I knew Watson was playing 17, I'd probably take the over on this, but I don't know that. So Dallas Cowboys at 10 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the over. Woo! I can't quit you, Dallas. <laughs> I'd be under. I'd be under I mean, 11, 11, 12 wins doesn't seem like that far-fetched if we're being honest i know you don't like them but i i like dallas i just don't think that uh, i think they got worse this offseason and the only thing going for them is i think they do have the i think they have one of the easiest schedules in the nfl this year so i i'm just i'm i'm under but wouldn't be surprised if i don't bet this at all right now and moving on to the next team is the Denver Broncos, which sits at 10, which is the ugliest number of any football team on this list. 10, that's a, that's a, that's a, I dare you to bet me kind of number. I don't like this number and I don't like Green Bay's number. I don't like anything that doesn't have a half for some reason. I know that's weird, but I just like the half. No, that's a lot though. That makes sense. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the slide over. I think three teams in the AFC West end up making the playoffs. Um, and none of them ends up better than 11 wins. I'm taking the under here. I think the Broncos do make the playoffs. I do think they do, but I think they're going to be a eight or nine win team. I think, I think we're going to see a influx of, um, of just everybody beating on each other in the AFC. I really do. Um, I, I, I just, I, but honestly, I probably wouldn't bet this. I don't like the number 10, the 10, number 10, it just, it's, it just, I don't want any, I don't know. It's just weird. It stands out to me. Like, it's just weird. 10. I don't know. Just where's my half at? I don't know. I'm freaked out right now. Looking at this. I just need to move on Detroit six, which is another straight number, which another one I'm not betting. I'm actually going to take the over because I think the lions are better than people realize. And they actually have a pretty soft schedule. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, it's the, NFC East and then the NFC North, I think, are the two divisions that have the easiest schedules in football this year, if I remember well, correctly. And that's why the Lions, to me, actually could be one of those teams that's the surprise, like, last playoff team, because I feel like they're in the 7-10 to 10 win range, depending on luck and probability. They have quite a few nice weapons, and people forget it. Jared Goff was in the playoffs almost every year with Sean McVay. If you give him a decent team, he's fine. Looking at their schedule down the stretch as well, um, Chicago, Giants, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Minnesota, Jets, Carolina, Chicago, playing Green Bay in week, week 18, that might not mean anything for Green Bay. You're looking at a team that could potentially um, easily, again, this is going to be, I think there's going to be a dogfight like there was last year at the end of the season. An eight and nine team is going to make the playoffs in the NFC this year. It's going to happen. I, I believe it's going to happen 100%. I, I think the NFC is very weak. 
And I, it wouldn't, so I, I agree with you. I, I'm betting, I'm not betting this at all because I don't like six, but um, yeah, I, 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 again, I'm weirded out by that. I'm weirded out by these plain numbers. They're just, they're creepy to me. So I'm not betting this at all. But speaking of a number that is creepy because it's exactly 11, it's the Green Bay Packers, which I am smashing the under on. Yeah, I'm going to take the under two. This is not the 113 games the last three years, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I mean, they don't have any wide receivers. I don't care what anybody says. Sorry. Devontae think, Adams is a yeah. game changer for that team. I think 9 to 11 is probably their win range, but being 11 straight up feels too high. Mm-hmm. I see, again, that's where I'm, I'm stuck. Because even at 11, you I mean, obviously, if you bet the 11, they end up at 11, it's uh, – so it's it's yeah – uh, I'm not confident in that, but I, I just don't. I think this. I think if they win the division, they're a nine and ten win team. Um, my favorite, probably my favorite bet of this entire thing, the Houston Texans four and a half. I like the over. I think they win six or seven games this year. Taking the under. Oh, and the Texans. Do you remember who their coach is? I don't care. You should. Hold on, let me look at their schedule real quick. Four and a half, though. It seems very attainable. I mean, I'm not saying it's not attainable. I And I liked their draft. I liked their players. I don't know if I believe Lovey Smith's man to coalesce everything just together. Did. I think I David Cully got, um, got kind of host because he did a lot to build up Davis Mills last year. And I think, I think Lovey Smith is just there as a, as a, uh, as a pawn until they kind of finish that full rebuild, to be honest with you. Which is why, I, you know, you could be three or four wins again. I don't yeah. think Houston, again, I'm not sure Houston's entirely trying to win. I, I, I can agree with that. I just like the over a little bit on them. Um, Indianapolis, nine and a half. I'm not, I'm not betting that. I'm taking the over. I think with, Wouldn't surprise me. with Ryan that they're going to be better. The Titans are the one I don't believe in. Yeah, nine and a half is just scary to me for that team. I think they could end up nine and eight and win that division. They could end up 10 and seven. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm just, it's too scary close for me, in my opinion, to really kind of hit. Jacksonville being at six and a half is such a weird number. I can't believe they're that high. I really like the yeah. under here. And it's I like Jacksonville. Me. I like Jacksonville. I think, the, but I think the Jacksonville is a five, six win team. So there's six and a half is weird. I just I don't know what they're building. I don't understand what. I don't understand what, why their number is two wins fuller than Houston was. That really kind of surprised me. Um, let's see. We have Kansas City at 10 and a half, and then the Raiders at eight and a half. And then the, uh, yeah, Kansas City 10 and a half, Raiders at eight and a half. What do you got? Raiders, I'm taking the under. Um, Kansas City, I, I'm having the slight under. I actually, my first pass, I had them at 10 wins. I think. The tough part is that 10 and a half, I think their range is, you know, 10 or 11 wins. And is it 10 or is it 11? <laughs> so they put that number in a great spot. I'm just taking the slide under. Yeah, this is one of those things that that Vegas is, they know what they're doing, right? Um, Kansas City, I'm not betting that at all. I, I just don't believe that this is, I don't believe this is an 11 win team. But it wouldn't surprise me if they win 11 games type of scenario type of thing. And I, But also wouldn't surprise me if they're a 10-win team. But I, I just don't want that middle ground of, of being on the wrong side of this. So I'm staying away from it. Um, 
The only way that I would bet Kansas City is if they were at nine and a half, because I feel like they're a 10 or 11 win team. I, I don't know. I, I'm still not confident they win the division, if I'm being honest with you guys. Um, I don't have them winning the division. Raiders, I have under, um, but I don't love that number either. I'm not betting eight and a half. Um, because again, that's another number. They could finish nine and eight wins or not nine and yeah, nine and eight. Now these fucking new numbers really confuse me for no reason. Um, they could finish nine and eight wouldn't surprise me. They could finish eight, nine. It wouldn't surprise me. They could finish six and, and 11. And it wouldn't surprise me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things that, that, that don't surprise me. Um, let's t- we're going to talk back to back LA teams. we got the Rams at 10 and a half chargers at 10. Again, that flat number scares me. But what do you got? Taking, both of those? taking the over on both. I think both of them win the West. I like that because I really, everybody knows that I have a soft spot for Justin Herbert. Um, I love Justin Herbert. I loved Herbert coming out of college um, much more than most people did. I did think that he was easily the second best quarterback to come out of that draft. Um, Immensely talented. I think about this right now. Could you imagine if Justin Herbert was down in Miami right now? Woof! It'd be a Super Bowl team. Um... I love the Chargers, and I want nothing more than to see Justin Herbert go to the Super Bowl. Like, that's where I want to see a Buffalo Chargers AFC title game. I want it injected in my veins. I want that to happen. Um, but at 10 wins, I am not betting it. Um, I do think I do agree with you that I do think the Chargers will win the West. I'm scared to say that. But 10 wins is, again, it's just a flat number. If that's nine and a half, I probably bet it. If it's 10 and a half, I probably don't bet it. The Rams, I'm not betting it, but if the Rams go like 14 and three, would anybody really be shocked? I don't think so. I just, yeah, that's probably a lot, but I think they went 12 pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let's look real quick. Buffalo, Atlanta, Arizona, San Francisco, Dallas, Carolina. Oh, that's it. They got a hard, they've got a hard back half of their schedule. I love it. They got the Raiders, Packers, Broncos, Chargers, Seahawks. I mean, obviously Seahawks is whatever, but those four, that's a four, that's a hell of a four game. Um, Yeah, I agree with you. I I do think that's an over. I, I, you know what, I would, I don't know if I would bet it, but also I wouldn't be, I would, I'm not saying don't bet it because I think it's it's actually a really good number. It's, It's 10 and a half feels low. Um, I was, I'm surprised they're not, I'm surprised they're not 11 and, or 11 and a half. Like uh, Buffalo is honestly, yeah. Or Green at Bay least being, 11, like Green Bay's Bay. high. Yeah. Green Bay being higher is weird to me. I don't understand. People love Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, next two teams, we got the M's, the M and M's. We got Miami at eight and a half and we got Minnesota at nine. And I am not betting either of these, even though, yeah, I'm not betting either of those. Yeah. I, I want to like my Miami. I have, the slight under there i'm ashamed to admit but i've done a schedule pass twice and i've had the vikings double digit wins both times i i hate myself as somebody who's not a kirk cousins fan but i'm taking love kirk cousins horribly one of the most underrated quarterbacks in football but also i'm sorry one of the most underrated regular season quarterbacks but also not very good at the same time so weird he's just one of those quarterbacks it's weird to me um i am i'm not i don't want any either one of these miami eight and a half i don't 
I think they could win nine, 10 games. I just don't want part of it because they're, they're a team that I could also see being eight win, eight win team. You know what I mean? Um, crazy enough. I do think they finished second place in that division. That might be controversial, but I don't know. Um, New England, eight and a half and the saints at seven and a half. I'm going to take the saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Say big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big money at over actually on both i'm coming around on the saints i like the weapons they've built and i think Jameis winston is probably good enough for them to be a nine or ten win team and i i don't think the patriots are i don't think they got demonstrably better but i think they got the kind of quarterback to go with bill belichick that ensures that they're going to be a pittsburgh mike tomlin like team they're not going to be under 500 uh Man, I I like the under on New England. Um, I don't like it by a whole lot, which is obviously against everything I, I preached for the first half of this show, but this is one that I feel strong about. I feel like they're a six or seven win team this year. Um, I'm not smashing it overly, but I'd probably put a unit on the eight and a half on the under. And as far as the Saints go, I'm not betting it yet because I'd like to see more of what Winston looks like, because I think if Winston does play this full potential, seven and a half wins is nice. Um, but I think I'm going to, I, you know, I had the over on this, but I think I'm going to go back to NA right now and not bet this for right now, just because I'm optimistic. If we can get 17 out of Winston, if we get 17 out of Winston, I think they, that, that this could easily hit, but right now I'm not confident in um also not confident in the coach either, if I'm being honest. I do think they have weapons, but um, they need to use Kamara right, which is something that I don't think they've done in like two seasons because Sean Payton's not a good coach. He's um, not their coach anymore. Exactly. So uh, let's go pair football teams up in uh, New York. We've got the Giants at seven, Jets at five and a half. Um, one of these for me is really easy. The other one, I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, Jets is close, but... You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they got to six, but I think five is probably safer. Seven is possible. Jets, I, if I was if I was using your system being NA, whoever gave seven to the Giants, I would like what they're smoking. No, I no chance for me. I'm okay. So this is one of my favorite bets of the of the entire thing is the Jets. I mean the Giants. Sorry, this is the Giants. There's there's the Giants are not winning seven games. I, I don't care. I don't care how. First off. They're by far the worst team in this division, and that's even talking about the Washington Commanders. I understand everybody hates me because I, I stand by Carson Wentz, even though I, even though I, I've said before that 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 I don't think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread or anything like that. But we're looking at the Giants here. I'm sorry, I just don't feel like this is a team. I'm looking at their schedule. Where do you see seven wins at? I don't see it. They split with Washington probably. They probably lose both to Dallas. I think Philadelphia beats them twice, unless Philadelphia doesn't need that week 18 game, which I think they will. Okay, so let's that, that's that we got one win in the division so far. I think they probably I hope they win week one, but they probably won't win week one in Tennessee. Carolina, let's that that's I don't know if they're better than Carolina. I don't know if they are. 
uh, Chicago, that they'll probably win that game. I don't know. They're probably both terrible. But at Green Bay, they're not winning that. They're not beating Baltimore. Sorry. They have Jacksonville to Seattle. Seattle's on the road. So that's cross country. I don't believe they can win that football game. I don't care if it is against Seattle. I don't care if Drew Locke's quarterback. I don't care if Matthew Fox is quarterback. Um, they do have somewhat of a soft schedule, but down the stretch, it's division, 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 division. They're one of the weirdest teams I see with division-wise, by the way. They got division games in f- what is that? Five out of the last seven games. That's pretty wild to look at. Dallas, Washington, Philly, Washington, Minnesota, Indianapolis, Philadelphia. The Giants aren't winning seven games. I don't understand. I agree with you. Whoever put their line at seven must be a Giants fan. <laughs> like, like for real. And if he's a real Giants fan, he should know better. Like if we're being honest right now, like there's no way in hell that this team wins seven games. If this team wins seven games, I'll buy a Daniel Jones jersey. Like I will buy a Daniel Jones jersey if they win seven games this year. Like it's just – there's just, it's not going to happen. I, I'm so confident that I'm not going to have to buy a jersey. So, like, I just, I don't understand. So, Jets, man, I really want to like this football team. I just do not like Zach Wilson. I don't. I, I can't get behind Zach Wilson. I can't do it. He's like vanilla ice cream. You know what I mean? It's just, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? All right, I'm all in. Jets <laughs> over five and a half. Gone too far. Um, I, but I, five and a half, it's too scary for me because this team could win four games and they could suck and Zach Wilson could be Zach Wilson. It wouldn't surprise me, but they could overachieve. I like their head coach. I like their head coach yeah. a lot. I like that. And I like that defense they're building. You know what I mean? And I like their set of offensive weapons. That's the part that's a, a struggle for me. I like everything about what the Jets are doing. I just am not wild about the Jets. And honestly, the AFC hard. is too hard. Very hard. So, I'm like I said, I'm I'm I don't love it. I don't love it. So I'm staying away from the, I'm staying away from uh, uh, from the Jets, but I'm smashing the under on the Giants. All right, uh, two Pennsylvania teams, Philadelphia nine. Don't like solid numbers, damn it. What part of y'all don't understand that? And then Pittsburgh seven and a half. Um, I'll start here. Philadelphia is a probably a nine win team like right on the cusp, maybe 10, if they like get their life together. Their, their, their rise and fall is going to all depend on Jalen Hurts, obviously. But if Jalen Hurts plays like I – plays good, Jalen Hurts doesn't even have to play exceptional for this team to win, I think, nine games. He can play incredibly uneven, and I think this team could win eight or nine games. But – I could also see Jalen Hurts being Jalen Hurts being Jalen Hurts and this team being a five and six win team. So for that reason, I want no part of this bet. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'm going to take the slight over for Philly, but I'm definitely taking the over for Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin has not yep. had a losing season there. I don't think he's going to start now. Yeah, because the thing about it is, I, I I'm betting the over here. Uh, I don't love it because it, I, I know that I've gone back and forth with everybody. I'm not here going about, way over. No. I, I think they're like a nine win team, but I think no, they're no, a yeah, nine win yeah. team. Yeah. And see, so the thing about it is for me with Pittsburgh, I, I think Kenny Pickett's going to be a little bit better than people give him credit for. If he starts Trubisky, they're going to play to their strengths, right? You know what I mean? They're going to run the ball. They're going to give Najee Harris the football. I like their weapons. They do good. Pat, Patty Fairmuth, uh, you know, French fry up there is really fucking good. He's going to be good in the red zone. He's going to help out that team. But in my opinion, yeah, I, I think they are an eight or nine win team. I think that they could, I think that it wouldn't surprise me if Pittsburgh sneaks into a playoff spot. 
I think that they could be in the conversation at nine wins. If they're at nine wins, they can be in the conversation at least that the last last that last week of the season that could be playing for a playoff spot. So it wouldn't surprise me. Um, as far as Philly, I already did Philly. So yeah, um, let's talk about my next smack dab lock of the year, and that is the San Francisco 49ers at ten wins. Why is this team at 10 wins? Give me the under. San Francisco wins six games this year, maybe seven. Yeah, I think they they might be an eight-win team, but I think they're going to regress back. I think it feels like they're pushing towards forcing Trey Lance in there, and if that happens, I might be with you five, six. I'm not a believer. I like Trey Lance. I think that he could be good there, and I think that it's potential there. But I also need to see him in that offense before I firmly believe that he can be good long term for this team as well. So um, Seattle, six wins. It's probably a push, um, but I think they're a five to seven win team. Yeah, I think they, I think they're going to be a little bit more competitive than people give them credit for. Um, I just don't know if I want, I think you're right. I think they're a five or six win team. In my opinion, I know you said six or seven, but yeah. I think they're a five or six win team there. Um, Tampa Bay, 11 and 11 and 11 and a half. I have the under. Oh, I'm going over. I mean, I think they're six and zero oh in their division. I, I think they're 12 or 13 wins with Tom Brady. They have that core intact. They don't not, they do not have a tough schedule in my opinion. They'll lose, a few of these games, but I think they'll sweep against their division. They're also playing, um, I can't remember which AFC division. I think they're playing the AFC North. I actually think they'll beat quite a few of those AFC North teams. So I, 11 and a half is high. I get if you didn't want to do it, but I actually, my first pass, I had them at 13. I think that we live in a possibility where the Bucks start the season one and three. Um, they open up at Dallas, at New Orleans, Green Bay, Kansas City. Um, and then yeah. they have a stretch where they have Baltimore, Rams, Seattle right before the bye. And then post-bye, they have Cleveland, New Orleans, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Arizona, then Carolina, Atlanta end the season. They got a cupcake the last two weeks of the season. So if they need to win two games to get a one seed, <laughs> go ahead and check mark those off i don't know i just i i love tom brady i'm very extremely emotionally distraught by the fact that he decided to come back because it still hurts my soul that i have to emotionally invest my time into this nfl season the way that i don't want to emotionally invest my time into this nfl season because i thought the time was over but um i don't know i think they're 11 win team which again scares me um tennessee titans and washington commanders almost a football team whatever nine and a half for the titans and then seven and a half for the washington commanders i'm taking the under on both um but i think both are reasonably close so tennessee feels like a team that ends up sliding to like eight and nine just out of the playoffs commanders you know if they won eight or nine it wouldn't shock you but i feel like they're a seven win team yeah, I'm 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 under on Tennessee, and that's just my biasness. But I think that the Titans don't win eight games this year. Um, I think that they're going to regress pretty much. I'm not saying Burks is not going to be the guy. He might be a good guy, but he's not AJ Brown at the gate. Um, 
I'm, I'm the only thing that I'm slightly worried about, and I don't think we're about 30 minutes in this podcast. And like, nobody will probably hear this part, but there is a slight part of me that thinks Tannehill might try to be one of those, have one of those doubter years, you know what I'm saying? Where he, he tries to prove everybody wrong type of thing. And that kind of makes me nervous in some aspects because I don't think he's that good. But at the same time, like it is what it is. Um, I don't think, but I think they win eight or nine games. Washington is a team that I think could be Philadelphia if Philadelphia falters, right? I feel like that's like, they're going to go hand in hand there, in my opinion. Um, I like their core. I think their defense took a massive step back this year, last year. And I think that if they take the right foot forward, Washington has the tools to have a top 10 defense. And if that's the case, and then you have a backfield they, they, like they do, they have strong backfield, which is very important for Carson Wentz. You have to have a strong backfield. They do. They have Gibson. They have McKissick there. I like both those uh, talents. They have weapons. Um, I didn't love Dotson, but I think Dotson could be complimentary to um, McLaren, who I think McLaren is extremely underrated, in my opinion. I, it's, I don't know if he's underrated. I just don't think people give him the credit where he belongs, but Seven and a half is still, I, I don't like this bet. I, I don't like it at all. I'm going to stay clear away from it. But uh, yeah, that's, 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 the, that's the 32, folks. That's the 32 that we're going to talk about today. And like I said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold myself accountable to what I think today. And then we're going to take a look at these. We're going to have a little summer, con- summer concert series, I'm going to call it. <clears throat> I don't know why I said concert, but uh, I've already starting it. So that's, that means when Clarkson comes on the show with us, he's going to have to sing to us, at least on each episode. So my buddy and I, that who uh, throughout this baseball season, we're doing um, you know one bet a day, and sometimes we've been providing two and three bets. We're, we're actually, you know, we're doing pretty good this year, Fox. I mean, and we did pretty good last year. I mean, we did. You know what I mean? We did, and, and I think a lot of people, um, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Haters are going to hate overall, but we're 33 and 23 on the season right now, which is pretty impressive, especially whenever you look at the world of betting. Um, he's going to join us this coming season to talk um, some over and unders as we inch closer to the uh, football season. He'll join Fox and I, as we do some of these. Um, also. Yeah. So I'm going to, it's, it's going to be interesting to see when we do these divisional focus over unders, when we kind of take a more in-depth look at the schedule, when we kind of take a more in-depth of, of everything and see where these nine numbers fluctuate, because if that Giants number is still seven closer to football season, I might just bet my entire house on it. Um, <laughs> Watch Daniel Jones get to eight wins just to spite you. Oh, he would. Uh, last week of the season, they'll blow out the most, they'll just, uh, who they played last week, they on the same time. They'll be, blow out uh, Philadelphia, you know what I mean? The happy to... hour coming from a tent out back of Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's fucking funny. I don't care what anybody says. All right, so with that being said, folks, if you uh, if this is your time to, to stop listening, we appreciate your time. We also know that this is one of our favorite segments to also do each and every week here, and that's the movie corner where we talk about what's new in theaters, what's new on streaming. And um, we've got some good choices this weekend. I want to highlight by starting off by doing a perfect little segue. If you want to check out the new Amazon, or sorry, the Prime Video series, Night Sky, um, starring J.K. Simmons and Sissy Spacek, Adam Bartley, Kia McKieran, and Chai Hansen. It's, it's, it's a really good series. I, I've, I've, I enjoyed it. Um, but also check out my interviews with that entire cast over on the YouTube page. Um, incredible to be able to talk to all those people. 
Um, but I, I highly recommend checking that out. Also in theaters today, we have Downtown Abbey, A New Era. We have Men in Theaters. We have Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Disney+. Plus. The Valet on Hulu, Jackass 4.0 on Netflix, and a perfect pairing on Netflix as well. Um, I know a lot of people are gearing up for some big releases next week, but uh, Fox, what do you got? Yeah, I, it's a fun slate. I'm looking forward to seeing stuff. Uh, we are about to get hit with a massive snowstorm for no apparent reason, so I'm hoping to see Downton Abbey. Um, I have been at work a lot this week, so I, I haven't seen uh, pretty much anything. I, I'm excited to see what you think of, of the valet, which I, I saw that a, I saw that a couple weeks ago and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought it was pretty fun. Um, it's not great by any sense of the words, but I think Eugenia Derbez, who I love a lot, and Samira Weaving, who's actually pretty good as well. I, I did like both of them in the film and uh, Max Greenfield's another highlight for me in that movie. Um, I quite enjoyed it a lot. So I, I definitely would recommend checking out The Valet, Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Disney+. Plus. Fun movie. Fun, fun movie. Yeah, I did start that. I, I'm enjoying the beginning. I would say uh, you guys probably know that I, I do TV pilots and things. One of the ones that I have really uh, enjoyed, had I just watched its uh, third episode, it's dropping weekly, is Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Um, it takes the action back to the pre-Kirk days of the Enterprise. So Spock, a young Spock is there with Captain Pike. Um, it goes back to kind of that original formula. They have that classic space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise opening. Um, which got me in the feels, um, but they, this week's episode was, you know, the Star Trek said it's best when it's making commentary about how we could live in a better world. And I will say this third episode did that beautifully. You know, another perfect segue. I thought I spoke to one of the stars of that show, Christina Chung, and she's, she has an incredible story herself. And um, I am not a Star Trek person. Um, I enjoyed the movies um I, I did enjoy the movies i'm excited for i think there's supposed to be a new movie i don't know maybe yep. i'm speaking out of turn they are. okay perfect so i don't want to sound stupid anymore i'll tell you one that i'm enjoying i'm eight episodes deep into the lincoln lawyer i was oh, not ex i love the pilots i am not i did not expect to really be so good it didn't i expected <laughs> I to be shitty i just like terrible remember i with us I, I was halfway through the pilot and i'm like i don't know how to tell you this I'm digging the Lincoln player. Dude, I've I've watched where I think my wife and I are up to eight episodes. Classic David I'm... E. Kelly. Uh, they're really staring into the so Michael Connolly, who wrote those books, is the one that wrote the books that Bosch is based on. I've I've long loved Bosch and its style. They managed to do that with the Lincoln lawyer. If you're thinking it's kind of like that Matthew McConaughey movie, it is not. No, it's completely different from that. And I like the Lincoln Lawyer movie. I did. Yeah, it was um, fine. Yeah, but uh, let me see here. Manuel Garcia Rolfo? Yeah. He's doing a killer job. Incredible. Like, this guy's blown me away. He's doing it. And the thing about it is, what I think I love about this series the most is, like, I love series that kind of break down, like, they're breaking, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, um, oh, my God, the big short, in a, in a way, where, like, they kind of dumb down some of the, the lawyer mumbo-jumbo within the series that really kind of, like, lets you get in the ins and outs of, in the series, they have a, a thing where they pick the jury and, and their strategic ideas of how they did that or why they did this or why they do that. Like, it's, 
it's kind of not just a cool series that you're watching, but it's also like an inside look of, of the mind of a lawyer at the same time. I've really, really enjoyed this. And like I said, I'm eight episodes deep. My wife is actually out of town for the weekend, which is kind of disappointing because I, I can't finish the last two episodes without her. So like I'm, I'm on my edge of the seat, ready to really kind of hone in and get that on. But I, I, I really would recommend it. Like it's, it's incredible. I've really enjoyed it. I've, I've had a blast with it. So um, I'm excited for that. Um, let's see what else I've watched. I really liked Candy. I thought that was good. Yeah, I, I finished that. That was pretty good. I thought it was uh, Jessica Bill's incredible. She's incredible in that. I really and there's a uh, there's fun pop up in the fourth no, of five episodes. He can't act. I'm sorry. I just oh man, I love that. I hard disagree there. I don't. Think, he was good in uh, man. What was that Palmer? I liked Palmer. You know, it's it's funny. I defend him as an actor. But that's one thing I didn't like. <laughs> that's funny. He's great in the Social Network. Um, there you go. There you go. It only took so 10 sorry. hours. We found some common ground. I also like Mintrolls. Uh, well, but that's I mean, kind of like voice and stuff. I, I, but I love, I love, I mean, obviously, I love the social network, but that's just has to be yeah. an incredible film. Um, let's see here. Um, I think that's really it. Next week's yeah. obviously the big week. We have the return of um, Stranger Things. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi. Kenobi comes out. Look, okay. So I'm going to be honest before we go here. I'm very much neutral on Star Wars. There was a part of my life that I was, I would be back in the day when movies came out at midnight. You know what I mean? I know some of the people listening might not know those things actually happened, but back in the day when movies would drop at midnight on Thursday instead of eight or six or four in some instances, I would stand in line like a madman and watch and get ready to watch the Star Wars movies. I don't remember which one it is. I like the new, I like technical episode one, two, and three. I didn't think they were terrible. I thought they were fun. The third one is fucking incredible in my opinion. I really enjoyed it. But I kind of got Star Wars out. I never watched The Mandalorian or whatever that's called. I never really watched that. I never really watched The Boba Fett or whatever that was either. Um, But... I was doing a write-up for Obi-Wan Kenobi and I, I don't watch trailers, but I watched the trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi and I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm sucked in. I'm like, I'm like super sucked in. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what it is. Um, I'll be watching with, uh, with bells and whistles on. So I'm excited about that. Stranger Things returns. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see kind of what's in store for that. And also Top Gun week is next week, which is going to be interesting. I see it Monday and I'll give you guys my full thoughts on Monday about that. But uh, Fox, are you excited for Stranger Things? I am. I'm not pumped that uh, they're saying a couple of the episodes are more than two hours long. I mean, I heard that's the second half of the season, I think. Yeah, it's episode seven and nine, apparently. But that's just stupid. Y'all need an editor, bro. Or make your thing eleven episodes. Yeah, yeah, or that. You know, it's. I, I you know what? I've seen a thing. I, I saw a thing. I don't mind that they're doing it. I, I and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't mind they're doing it. What do you think about this two part thing? I don't mind it. 
I don't mind it. It's fine. It it builds hype and stuff. It's like the Netflix equivalent of trying to figure out how to do weekly. A lot of these streaming platforms drop like three or four episodes and then go back to dropping them weekly. I think Netflix has always been the everything all at once. So they probably don't want to lean into that weekly model, but dropping half and half, you know, at least keeps it in the zeitgeist a little longer. I don't, I don't, I don't mind it at all. I saw somebody complaining about it, but you know, it's Twitter. They like to complain about everything. On that note, uh, make sure to check out the Music City Drive-In. Um, I've got some interviews pumping out. Fox just dropped an interview of himself. Uh, make sure to check that out um, on the Music City Drive-In as well. Um, we appreciate the continued support of the series. Um, we've got some fun stuff coming to you in the near future. So thank you so much for listening, tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys probably next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.